I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't pass me by, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Manchester United have their first proper test under Solskjaer. There's a six-pointer down the bottom, and Sami Nasri could face Arsenal again. Lovely to have you with us, as always, ladies and gentlemen. That will never change, in my opinion. Might do. You never oh, know. Oh, that's true. They could all become horrible. <laughs> but I'm going to Don't you go changing. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, Pete, and Jim are with me, Marcus. And have we got a show for you? We're going to talk about those footballs. Let's start with the Premier League, obviously, because there's no more FA Cup for the moment. That will return. Tottenham Hotspur. They got a good win against Chelsea in the semi-final first leg of the Carabao Cup. And they play Manchester United this weekend. Mm. Oh, it's a it's a big one for for Manchester United. Their first proper test, Jim Campbell under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You would think, yeah, but also you would think they look at that and go, oh, you know what, we should relish this. Now mm. you know the, the shackles are off. Let's see what we can do. Whereas under Mourinho, they'd just be like, oh god, we're just gonna have to let them have the ball for ages and just like, I don't know. True. But try and not... learn something about ourselves and then <laughs> write an essay on what we've done if we don't win. And try and decipher his post-match press conference. Yeah. And then apologise for our transfer fee and our lack of character. Yes. And, and hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> and youth. The thing is with, uh, with old Mourinho, like we said before, he, he would know how to set teams up in these kind of games. Whereas yes. that became apparent as things went on at Manchester United, obviously culminating in that defeat at Liverpool, that, they, um, that he wasn't... Whether he was equipped to do it or willing to be uh, or willing to equip his players, I don't know. But he's gone, uh, and Solskjaer's there now. This could be a bit of a rude awakening for Manchester United under Solskjaer. But then you never know. We will we will find out a little bit more, perhaps. Yeah. What what he and they are made of under his, uh, well, his regime. I was at the game this game last season at Wembley, and Spurs absolutely battered Man yeah, United. Yeah. It was I think it finished two 0 They scored very early, but they could have scored yeah. a hat for. They were brilliant, by far the better team. Um, and when Spurs, a bit like um, Hulk Hogan's 24-inch pythons, when they run wild on you, <laughs> yeah. they are quite, they're pretty bloody good yeah, at doing yeah. that, aren't they? they are. Brother. Yeah. Brother. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. actually, do you think this maybe poses a little bit of a problem for how Pochettino sets up as well? Because no, it's I very think difficult it's... to know how Man United will approach No, I think it. he'll just go straight for the juggler. You think he'll just... Absolutely. Play Absolutely. Play I, I think, Old Trafford as well. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I, I think with Pochettino, I think it's a pretty... Um, it's a pretty safe uh, setup. Uh, interesting, though, the, the Carabao Cup game against Chelsea. Of course, mm. they they hammered them. I mean, they should have beaten them five or six when when Chelsea came to Wembley <laughs> last time against Spurs. Yeah, but not this time. But they were just hanging on, weren't yeah, they? Yeah. Well, I, I felt like that game, um, the, the game that was decided by the Kane penalty um, recent like this week. It, it felt to me that that Spurs were sort of comfortable. But Chelsea dominated and were, and were pushing rather than Spurs. Yeah. I know what you mean when Spurs were hanging on, but it was one of those things Okay, where hanging on's a bit too strong. It was strong. one of those things where they were sort of defending mm-hmm. four or five yards outside their penalty area. And, and and I think they sort of knew if they don't, if as long as they stop Hazard, they were going to be okay. Mm, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't come away from that thinking, well, Chelsea should have won that. Well, in a, in a sort of um, two-legged affair, that is a very professional job, isn't it? Which is, you know... 
I, I think I would have preferred a second if I was a fan of the home team at that point because you mm. go or, to... or a ninth. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go into that in a minute. But on on the um on the Spurs Man United game coming up this weekend, um, I think Marcus is right because I think Spurs are a team with a plan, right? They know mm. what they're doing, they know their jobs, and it's all very well for Solskjaer to come in and and lift that cloud of uh, lift that burden and lift that cloud of, yeah. of what okay, happened on the marina which needed we, to be lifted absolutely but yeah. that in itself isn't a plan mm. that's just okay we're a bit of a honeymoon we have five games that are mm. quite winnable it's, with respect to the opponents let's opponent. not be shit anymore yeah that's but now it. you're coming up against exactly now you're yeah. coming up against someone with an actual plan yeah. it'll it. be a real test of Solskjaer's yeah. chops won't your, it your mm. game plan can't be fun no, can it? No, it can't. Oh. We just have a good time. It can only take you so far, it'll and be, it's as far as Harry Redknapp got. It'll be a test of mm. his chops, as Luke said. Yes. It will be, which I find uh, very interesting. The Spurs are evens with Bet three six five to win against Man United, so the favourites, of course. Ten pound returns, twenty pound including stake. Like, I mean, I missed the first goal in the, this game last year. I was at the game and I, I forgot because because Wembley can't sort their their shit out. Uh, I couldn't get in the I couldn't get in the ground. Mm-hmm. So as ever, there's people waiting for ages, and, and I think Christian Eriksen scored mm-hmm. after about thirty seconds. Are you know? not just barred? Have you checked? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so I've never not. struggled at Wembley. Half the, you never struggled to get in. No, I don't think I have. Yeah. You get a escalator. Though. Evidence we, is stacking up. It's terrible yeah. these days. Which door are you using? Yeah, <laughs> the one with my with your name above it. <laughs> That's why you're struggling. The, this friend, your Eriksen sweet. <laughs> Yeah. I've warned them about certain yeah. people. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I do find it quite intriguing. Obviously, Manchester United have won five matches under the Norwegian. They've been away in the Middle East enjoying some sunshine. Paul Pogba was presented with the club's Player of the Month I award. Love that. I mean, is that, is that, that, is that so an award much. they've just invented? Because I hope it yeah. is. Yeah. And our well, Player Scott, of the Month... Scott McTominay would have won it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact... But he's played four minutes, Joseph. I don't care. He's been brilliant. <laughs> Did you see those what a four minutes it was, though? As soon as media is gone, Pogba literally gets employee of the month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. The On only holiday. They, yeah. yeah, I know. The only, yeah, <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> the only way they could have trolled Mourinho more is giving Pogba player manager. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Making the decisions. Who yeah. do you want to bring off? Yeah, uh, yeah I did. I, 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 is he going to go? Is Charles going to say to Manchester United? Go and attack him like you have been. Yeah, I think he will. We know you've got it, but I, I, I don't know. I think that could work out quite quite well Could for be a Spurs. The thing is, because you know, United have got a, a far more up top than they were showing at the beginning of the season. Mm. Um, so I think this, this really has the potential to be a bit of a, but they can't a, play a back a hi- and forth. They can't play a highlight. If they play a highlight against Spurs, they'll get murdered. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> won't we? We well, will, Jim. They're, they're missing Son, of course, for this match, who is obviously... I thought Son was available. I thought he was off. Oh, no, this is the match missing, he was off. Isn't he missing a few the first few games of the Asian? Oh, I think this might be his last game. Oh, maybe his last game. Maybe his last game. Oh, well, fair news then. They, they are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> they well, are the ruined. Man. South Korea didn't need him, of course, when they beat uh, Sven in the Philippines 1 0. 82% possession. That Sven surrendered. That That's actually lot. quite a poor um, <laughs> result. Well, we, we learned from Jonathan. Well, we, right? As I said, he we, knows how to set him up defensively. We learned from Jonathan <laughs> Wilson on, on the constant <laughs> last week about how the fashion for letting the superior team have the ball mm. is quite a modern invention. Yeah. So it's quite Mourinho. These, yeah, right? these days teams just let them have the ball. That was never the done thing. Apparently, Jonathan was saying um, a number of years ago, there were only three games where the uh, one of the uh, teams had 70% possession yeah. and now it's about 63 a season. Oh, really? And okay. so 82% is a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if you, if you look at the stats and you look at, say, a 62% possession, mm. it doesn't seem like a lot. But it is a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. an awful lot. Anything, yeah. It, once you hit sixty, it's quite a lot. Was was Guardiola's Barcelona when they got like eighty one in the Liga under him? Was that not like a record? So this been. this might I be record breaking stuff by the Philippines here, uh, but not for the South right Korea. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not for the right reasons. <laughs> um, I, well, I think I think Guardiola's Barcelona when they played Mourinho's Inter had an enormous amount because obviously the down- who won. I, 
Well, the Var only won one nil on the night. Yeah, doesn't uh, matter. But it didn't matter, of and course. And they turned the sprinklers on. They d- <laughs> <laughs> Just cool off, everybody. Yeah. Cool off. Uh, yeah, so uh, Son will, will go out there, uh, of course. and I Get think- one yourself, Son. Yes, oh. indeed, yeah. So he will, he will be missed. Uh, what about Moussa Dembele? Reportedly about to join Beijing Guan, I think that's pronounced, in the Chinese Super League. Um, apparently, Dembele said he... he he was, he was saying that he believes the slower tempo of the Chinese Super League will suit him more, and presumably the cash. Um, he's only 31. Yeah, I mean, he has said himself, though, that he's, he's feeling his, um, his, you know, his body yeah. catch up with him a little bit. And yeah. I think that's an, an interestingly frank admission from him. That you know, mm-hmm. I, don't think he expected, I don't think he expected to play feature at all this season. I think he thought he would go last summer. He yeah. did. And I think because of the, um, the situation at Spurs changed, mm-hmm. of course, that he ended up staying. But I mean, he, he featured a lot at the start of the season, but of course, hasn't featured. Yeah, more recently. Some, some players have. It's not always it's the, the clock, it's, right? It's, yeah. not, it's not always um, the place where footballers go to die. Footballers have come back quite notably. Yeah. But so, he could come back, you know, get his paycheck, then come back uh, for a couple of years in, in a much slower league. But I think even oh, he yeah. feels like the Premier League is, is too is too quick for him, and he's mm. had these injuries, and and I, I think it's something that. Um, that Spurs, I, I believe, have been, I mean, you say prepared for, but they haven't actually done anything about it, but they, they've known it's going to be happening <laughs> mm-hmm. for a while. And of course, why not? I mean, why not go and get, get, get a big payday? He's, he'll, be a, he'll be a miss for Spurs around the club, presumably, because he's, a fan, he's been a fantastic player and everyone loves him there. I mean, you know... You... But he's, he's so good. That's the thing. I think yeah. that, that uh, when, he, when he says this, fair enough, if he, if he wants a slower tempo and who knows, only he knows his body, of course... Uh, I, I just, I just think for the, for the players, he's still thirty one. He receives so much praise from the fans, his teammates, and the manager as well. Mm. I, I, you know, I could, Italy's a bit slower. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I was, I was a bit, a bit surprised. I know this happened last summer, and I thought to myself, oh, is it because of the money and whatnot? But it will clearly, be money as well. Well, money, yeah, money. Of course, money plays a part. It does with with most people who, who take various career choices and so on. But. Uh, now he's talking about the slower tempo and so on and so forth. Probably all those things. And don't forget, I mean, he's 31, but he's played over, I think he's played over 600 first team games, if you include his international games. He's played a lot of games yeah. in, a, in, a, in a demanding position, in a, in, in, a, in a sort of style where he protects the ball a lot, he, he goes past, the, he sort of glides past, but it's, it's a demanding position. I wouldn't say it's as demanding as athletically as, as a fullback's position, but he's, he's amongst it. I don't, if he was 34, 35, I'd see him. I, I don't I think just, it matters, though. I don't think the age yeah. matters, much. I, I, I genuinely think it's miles on the clock, not, not yeah, the It's age. how he feels, isn't it? Oh, it was, I, Michael Allen was done way before 31. Well, yeah. Wait, same age as Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney's 31 now, isn't he? He something. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. an MLS. So, you know, it's, it's different for different people, isn't it, clearly? It's very true. But Pete Donaldson's not going to China anytime soon. I've got to um, literally got to Taipei next uh, month. <laughs> well, that's it's not China, mate, is it? If you ask China, it is. I was going to say, <laughs> whose side are you on? <laughs> I think you've just uh, shown your true colours there, and I'm glad we smoked you out, quite frankly. Yeah. Oh, like the Gang of Four, unbelievable. Yeah, there we are. Let's move on to Manchester City versus Wolves. Manchester City, uh, they won their first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final this week. It's nicely, nicely poised for the second leg. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! It's not a knife edge, isn't it? Nine bloody nil. Mm. Nine nil. Why I is mean, everybody upset about yeah, this? Yeah, I, I don't. Mind. I don't understand it. I don't mind it. I think it um, gives focus to a, a a match that would otherwise just have gone by the wayside. I think watching Pep Guardiola give maximum respect to uh, that particular cup competition uh, gives it a shot in the arm, yeah. and it serves. Well, it didn't serve Burton. Let's admit that very clearly. But it served to Manchester City. They, they they need wins and they at this point where they've had a bit of a dip. Also, they've got players coming back. They need they need the minutes, yeah. um, and obviously they want to sort of do their best at that time. And 
Guardiola himself said, like, you know, we 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 wanted to respect the opposition by being professional and just just trying yeah. for the whole game. And I know that sounds like it might be a little bit, you know. Pep went over to the fans, the Burton fans, and shook hands and stuff. Yeah, I think Nigel Clough didn't mind it. Are you, are you of a different opinion, Marcus? <laughs> um, when you say about people who need minutes and all the rest of it, Phil Foden didn't start, did he? Yeah, no. but he had he played he played like three days before, though, didn't he? I know, but I, minutes, and he came on. Yeah, I yeah. I, people are talking about this match more than they would if they'd have won two 0 three 0 She went, yeah, well, well, that was always going to happen. Yeah, but they didn't, did they? No, they, won they nine hammered them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're talking it's exciting, about. Exciting, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, so do you guys sort feel of. they should have like backed off? I'm not. I'm not. I've got a sort of. I'm coming at this at a different angle. Luke, you you got something to say about the scoreline? You don't think well, you, you're a bit more old-fashioned talk- Italian with this? No, but you started out. You started out by saying but now we're in a th- disgrace. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Well. I- so what you qualify that first All before right. you throw the hand grenade over this side? No, 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 no. But I was <laughs> really what your response to what Jim and Pete are saying is more direct. Mine well, is I'm, a different I'm, angle. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm, I respect your guys' point of view. I'm a bit torn between respecting the opposition. I, I get that, but I don't know whether you need to score nine goals in the game. I don't know whether you need to go in and you get to six. I mean, the game's done. It's done, and even the second leg's done because they're Burton, mm. they're, they're a League One team. I don't know whether you need to repeatedly keep going like that. I think there's ways of playing where you don't need to. We saw, we've seen it happen before, as Marcus alluded to there. Italian, initially, it's not really a done thing. Um, well, when Ferguson United beat Arsenal late too, he was a little bit embarrassed after. Germany, so we don't need Germany to do that. Germany against Brazil was a classic example as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I necessarily feel that way. I just I can see that point of view. I Man, mean, Man this, they, they beat Rotherham. <laughs> they beat Rotherham seven 0 a couple of days ago. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's, you know, clearly there's uh, there's they're in the mood, shall we say? But Marcus, you were upset uh-huh. if I, if you if I, if you may let me put words in your mouth. Yeah, you were upset about the application from the Burton Albion players. I was, yes. I think that. That really wasn't, nobody said anything. Now, this is not me saying, oh, bloody hell, why are you getting hammered by Manchester City, for crying out loud? Big teams go there and and, and can get beaten quite heavily as well. I just, a little bit was made um, about that chance Burton missed at 1-0. Um, could have been so that. different. It could have, it? Yeah. and a away goal, and you never know. Um, I, I just felt that the Burton players, no away goals in the League Cup. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, they used to be after extra time, though. I don't know if is that still the oh, case. Checked. Oh, okay, just chipping off. Um, I don't think we've got to worry about that though. <laughs> no, at that yeah, particular it's time, come up, is it? <laughs> Imagine if Man City lose the second leg, ten-one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Foden with a last-minute goal. Yeah. He's been on the pitch five minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I think with Burton Albion, <laughs> if you if you look at the, at the way it starts, you think to yourself, like defend to the hilt, don't give anything away, bloody bloody blah. They lose a goal for a header from Kevin De Bruyne after, what was it, three, five minutes, something like that. The way he just ghosted in, he didn't particularly sprint. It was so easy. And the Burton player, I'm just looking at them thinking, that goal that De Bruyne scored, and then the second one and the third, the manner in which most of those goals were scored, it was it was almost embarrassing, really. I think it was um, the third goal, was it, where... Ah, was it Jesus, Jesus took a touch yeah. and he tucked it in off the yeah, post? Yeah. yeah, and the defenders were sort of standing, and they, and they were. I said, "This is training ground. This is this mm. is really quite bad." You think they froze? Maybe I don't know what it was. I tell you what didn't help them probably was the fact that there was hardly anybody in the crowd, mm-hmm. so it had a really relaxed feel. That's what I mean. It was so relaxed. And Clough, the manager, said after the game immediately, "Well, the achievement was us just getting here." And I get that, totally get yeah, that. Yeah. But when they look back at that cup run, it soured slightly. It is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you'd have said to Burton before the League Cup, before they entered that competition, you'll get to the semi-final and then you will be absolutely hammered by 
one of the best sides in the world. And none of your fans will see it because of motorway congestion. <laughs> I'm sure Small they would, mercies. Yeah, I'm sure they would they would take that for crying out loud. Of course you would. Yeah. But when he says, oh, but the achievement was us just getting here. When the first goal went in, he was slumped in his seat. After the game, he had a little chuckle with Guardiola. Now, I'm not going to have a go at him for that. You know, probably a sense of humour that is quite needed in that situation. Mm. But the whole body language, it did feel like... This is just, yeah, it's nice just to be here, to be honest. Mm, they yeah. never relished it. They never were up for it at all. I, I, but they were, they were losing heavily early, weren't they, really? They were, Jim. Oh, the second you, goal was after half an hour. Yeah. Well, I mean, even so, though. like I, Just the body, like everything. I, I'm not sure. I think that they were completely and utterly defeated and hammered before the whistle had Plenty been of other teams will experience that yeah. if the Eddie had. Not the, that bad. Season. No, uh, no, we'll, not like that. No, but I think their brilliant. heads will go down and they will um, lose their heads and they, they, will, they will lose. They will did, both, did one they of their... Both Go down Did and one of their players head. even get a yellow card? <laughs> I, I actually have to say I agree with Marcus. I, I, the thing it put me in mind of uh, was was when Wigan beat Man City in the FA Cup. Yeah, would uh, have been the fourth round last season or quarter final was it or something like that? Fifth <laughs> or sixth round? Yeah, I mean it was at Wigan. Fair enough. Yeah, it was at Wigan, but yeah. but I mean yeah, fine. That that is a factor. Yeah, but I mean that's not a, such a fact. That's not an, a ten goal swing factor. Mm. The way Wigan played in that game, I know they were. I know they're probably a better team than 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 Burton are now. Yeah, they were because they they've got promoted. Yeah, of course. And Burton mid table. But it was a it was a there was no way on paper they should have been in the, in the game. I mean, Man City are a brilliant team mm. last season. They got a hundred points in the Premier League. Yeah. So, but Wigan applied themselves so well and realised that Man City were going to have to have a bit of an off day for them to get anything out of it. But they didn't give Man City a chance. They didn't give them too much respect, which I think is what you're Burton talking about. Gave them so much. Yeah. Clough said after the game, he said. Oh, well, when we saw the team sheet and we saw their sort of front five players, he's kind of like, yeah, you've got to hold your hands up and blah, blah, blah. Now, you can argue, well, he's just saying that ret- retrospectively and he's basically trying to make it not so bad to his players. Well, then he says, oh, we're an average League One side. Just everything that came out of his mouth, the yeah. whole body language on the side of the pitch, I was thinking it is, to myself. It is disappointing, but there, and there is an emotional reaction when you see a team sheet like that. But also, you still have to play against those players, and they're really bloody good. Mm. Sure, but I, you're no, saying, no, like, you're, not... saying like, you're saying plenty of teams are going that will happen to them. Well, it hasn't happened to be any, any teams since the 80s. No, I'm not so saying that, I'm not saying to that degree. But plenty of Premier League teams will go there and lose five nil. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they're League One for crying out loud. I sure. wouldn't worry about it. I, I get. That. I think Marcus I mean, means the manner rather than the actual. Yeah, it's the manner, of course. But I mean. I just feel when the gulf is so, so huge, as Pete points out, like it might just be the point that like you're up against it and just whatever you do doesn't work. So you just... But they didn't, they didn't do anything. They didn't throw the kitchen sink at it. Though. No. Mm. And look, next up yeah. for, for Man City is, um, Wolves. is Wolves on Monday night and they're 12-1 to 1 to beat City on their own patch. Of course, um, Wolves set the stall out, didn't they, in yes. the home game in this season. They got, got a one-all draw. £10 with bet 365 returns, £130, including stake. That is a great Monday night game, that. I think so. The game between them at Molyneux was fantastic. It was really end-to-end. They're really sort of setting themselves up as kingmakers, really, Wolves, aren't they? Because they're just (laughs) taking points off everyone. Are you saying they're the DUP of the Premier League? (laughs) But the thing, you know what? I think think Nuno and this team will look at that last night and look at the game before, and they won't go, God, we're in trouble. No, they'll say they're they're relaxed. They're going to be complacent. If we we try, unlike those little slugs, (laughs) we might get something. And if we all get beat 7 or 8 now, I'll hold my hands up. (laughs) (laughs) Like Nigel Clough did. Just call the whole thing off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for emails with everyone's favourite, Pete Donaldson. Is that true? Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet. Not the bees! You've got mail. Bad bees! Bad bees. Hello to Alex on the emails. Uh, Evening, gents. Having heard a fellow listener email in with their suggestions for a change of the rules to return some of the uh, supposedly absent passion to the FA Cup, I was reminded of a similar idea I had a few years ago. 
Uh, thanks for your uh, you see idea. See what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what you've done. Uh, you know, the genie's at the bottle now. Rather than offering, <laughs> rather than offering point-based incentives for uh, unassociated competitions and this furthering the gap between the big and the small teams, why not instead remove the big teams? More specifically, any team which qualifies for a European competition is omitted from the FA Cup. This would uh, reduce the burden of extra games placed on the teams in Europe, which often means that uh, overachieving teams like Burnley hugely struggle in the next season, as well as returning some variety of potential winners. Shut up, Marcus. Lower league teams will still be able to achieve their giant killing uh, when they dump out Premier League teams, but there wouldn't be the same old inevitability when they're drawn against Chelsea Liverpool in the quarters. Um, for me, the most poignant thing is that Manchester United won the FA Cup in 15-16 and the EFL Cup in 16-17. Both of these seasons were deemed abject failures, whereas Evan reached the final and lost in 2008, and that was the standout moment in my Everton supporting life. The Cup still means a lot to 90% of the clubs in England, but is almost exclusively won by the other 10%. Well, look, who, let's be egalitarian uh, about it. Who wants to batter him first? Uh, well, I'd like to just say that <laughs> Pete, you, you picked on me there. Because I, I, I could fucking feel no, you no, say, no, about no, to say no. something. I was laughing because the looks I was getting from Jim and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was too busy reading. <laughs> the first port of call is, I mean, the first port of call is how much... How much satisfaction could you take from winning a competition where you've surgically removed all the good teams? <laughs> Are you then given advantage yeah. to in the league because yeah. they have fewer games? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, as I said, you're only I, I, coming I, at me with problems. This, Give me solutions. Presumably, this is a young Evertonian because obviously they did win the FA Cup in the mid nineties. Yeah, ninety five. Um, but but Manchester United, when they didn't play in the FA Cup because yeah. they were in the World Club Cup, I mean that that didn't go down very well. With no, the it didn't go public. down very well with me. Yeah, no. I, mean, I, 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 I don't think that's realistic, and, and, I, and I wonder whether people are. So I tell you, another. Sorry to throw it back to to on the continent again, but we talked yesterday about the success of the Coup de France. Mm. And the wow. way they do it in France yep. is that every big team automatically gets drawn away from home mm. and there are no replays. It's so good, that. So oh, what you, you see is exactly what we saw this week, which is Marseille getting knocked out by a fourth-tier side or whatever yeah. it was. Mm. Uh, and it happens over and over again. And you, and you regularly see what you'd call minnows in yeah. the final of the Coup de France. That would be a way of doing it. Where and then you PSG actually, beat them. <laughs> yeah. But that would be a way of doing it where you don't undermine the... Yeah. I like that. The, the, the awareness. I, think I, I, quite like, I yeah. didn't know but, that about But the, the problem is, though, and Marcus and I... Sorry, Marcus. Marcus and I immediately said to Andy, um, well, what about the financial benefit of playing away at Old Trafford? And he said, well, it's never really been part of the culture in France, so they never really think about it. So the downside to that, of course, is you're, you're never going to mm. get to play at Old Trafford yeah. or the big stadium, you know? Yeah. Also, I feel oh. like, you know, people talk about, we're, we're having this conversation because people talk about, the, you know, the FA Cup being effectively dead as a, as a point of interest. But if you if you remove... You know the the best teams from it. You just you just confirm it. You relegate it to being a sort of effectively a completely. Second tier I just I just get the sense that when we get emails from people trying to improve the uh, FA Cup, they're people under thirty because uh, we remember the FA Cup. And we love the FA Cup yeah. because but, we're a I little mean, bit older. Awesome. Arsenal winning those three FA Cups was an amazing thing for me. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, you all know my story, mate. Yeah, but but, but the, the, the fair enough. It's a fair point actually. And what I would say to, to them then, hopefully, this won't come across as out of touch and passionising, which is what you've alluded to there, Peter, <laughs> is is that. Avocados really? on toast is delicious. People, sourdough. People, people, people have been talking. Hopefully, you guys will agree with this. People have been talking about in quotes the death of the FA Cup mm. for a very long time. When did Man United pull out of it? It was ages ago. Yeah, it was almost twenty years ago, yeah. and that was seen across all the mainstream outlets, newspapers as the death, in quotes, of the FA Cup. Oh, it's never going to be the same again. Well, do you know what? Since then, there's been some great moments in the FA Cup. Yeah. I wonder whether we actually need to fix anything at all other than the stuff that we've talked about before, which is maybe 
um, the, the VAR inconsistency mm-hmm. and one or two other tweaks. Maybe you get rid of replays. I don't know. But other than that, it's fine, isn't it? I, I think the it's final it, I Saturday, like it. three yeah. hours of broadcasting before they actually start. I remember it started yeah. at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah, I used yeah. to love the old build-up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Um, Brucey on the pitch. No, that was 70s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all they need to do is just bring that back. I think Because so. it's a knockout well, football Brucey, competition. That would be very inappropate. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, <laughs> they see the Wembley thing is not the Wars. True. But with regards to people saying that, oh, well, only the big teams win it, which that shows it's not dead because it's worth winning. Because if I understand what you mean, I'd, I'd rather some of the smaller sides won it. Don't get me wrong. But, but um, that's always been the case as well. Since 2001, we've had two unfashionable teams win it: Pompey and, and Wigan. Wigan. Yeah, so they're both that... top-flight teams, but it was still out of yeah. the order. Yeah. But exactly, or whenever there's you know there's been upsets in the past, or Millwall you know, got to like the final, Wimbledon's Millwall and things like that. The they've always been outliers. They yeah. have. But what I'm saying is that the, the competition would be dead if no big teams won, Tried, it, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. didn't yeah. give a damn, and they they were just oh well, we went out and and the final was a bit of a damp squib yeah. against two very very smaller sides. You know, so it proves actually the annoying thing is that the big sides are always win it but that shows you that it's worth winning yeah, but that's that's true of every football competition isn't it that's yeah. just the, you know the, yeah. the better side I don't know if, I don't know if any, and we're not the arbiters of, of what's right and what's wrong but I don't think anyone Yet. around this table thinks <laughs> that the FA Cup's not worth watching Oh, no, absolutely not. I don't, I, no, I love don't it. Think. I really enjoy it. So I, I, I personally wouldn't like to see it change. Well, if you want way. a trophy um, where the big teams are removed, get the Checker Trade yeah. uh, trophy. Oh, you still see yeah. Pompey in that as well. Yeah. Sunderland, Fort Newcastle, Sunderland, Fort Newcastle, Nell. You notice that the uh, the Sunderland um, tickets were printed out. It didn't say under 20. Is it under 20 or under 20? Under 20 ones, I think. Under yeah. 20 ones. It said uh, Newcastle versus Sunderland. Didn't, I, say, I, didn't say under 20 ones. Newcastle under 20 ones. I also enjoyed Newcastle fans singing We Saw You Crying on Netflix. Particularly cruel. That is Niche. John Back, you've never been on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I just say, the one thing I would change about the FA Cup is I would just have it so that it's just the final at Wembley. I feel like quite a purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I think, think that robs yeah. something. Yeah, massively. I'm on that. Yeah. Have, have the semis at Spurs New Ground. <laughs> That's only fair. Yeah. Villa Park. It's only Always fair. Villa Park. You can, have, Villa you can Park. have them at Spurs New Ground. They've got to be in October, though. <laughs> <laughs> do true. you know who I would have doing the main commentary on it? There was a kid, I can't remember, it was the uh, FA Cup or the, or the League Cup, that um, when Man City were coming off their bus this week, they had a little um, child, couldn't have been older than about six or seven, uh, with a microphone basically announcing the team off oh, the right. bus. Oh. And they, he's getting pelters on Twitter. It's wonderful. He does. He turns in an amazing performance. Sounds he's going, lovely. and here's Pep Guardiola. <laughs> and then he's going, and here's uh, oh no, Mikel Arteta. And yeah. he's just going, uh, the main man, uh, Aguero or whatever. And then he goes... The young Phil Foden, you're it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you're, bloody, you're really young. Were people actually criticising the kid? That's yeah, they were. Oh my God. They were. People get very tribal. Some of the stuff they say about you, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're putting yourself out there, mate. Hang on, who's been saying what? That's how you end the ad break. Oh, Daddy, don't do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I haven't finished. I got one more email. I've got one email. I was about to announce it. We've done six minutes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And now we move into the last email. <laughs> Does that need a stab? Have we got a jingle for that, Pete? Um, hello to uh, I'm not going to name for this one, but it's a beautiful a bit of work. An email, yeah. <laughs> just what the email says. <laughs> this person um, forwarded on a tweet from uh, Jason McAteer to Robbie Fowler after what? his recent love that his recent mess, his Carry recent on. telly mess. Let's just say it's from Jason McAteer. Then. Robbie, uh, <laughs> we got him from Jason McAteer. Yeah. Uh, Robbie uh, Fowler asks to Jason on Twitter. What I'm tonight, mate? I've missed it. Ha ha, smiley emoji. And Jason says, so me and Michael Owen had a scuffle and he's launched me and then I softly kicked him up the hoop. (laughs) (laughs) The the piss poor officials decided they didn't see his challenge, but they still give him a yellow card. I got a red, simples. 
He's not uh, Manchester. I love them having this conversation in public. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've got a Scouse mod. Oh, the email's finished. I can't. No, it's done. Oh. Move on. If you want to get in touch with the show, as always, shotthefootballramble.com is where to do that. Yeah. Yes, indeed it but is. But do think your ideas through before you email <laughs> yeah. them in, please. I like them. Yeah. Up I the like them. We're, we're off up the hoop for yeah. an ad break. See you in a moment. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I wasn't clattering on. <laughs> Not clattering on. Wasn't, I wasn't clattering on. Yeah, no. that's uh, the right honourable Neil Custis there. Yeah, yeah. Not clattering who, on. The, who those who who know and adore him never clattered. He, he, he then never... continued. <laughs> Clanberg. Clan <laughs> yeah. And wasn't Clattenberging on? Right then, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Premier League. Burnley uh, face Fulham. Burnley have won their last two matches. They're showing signs that they're getting out of the slump that they've been in pretty much all season. So it's an important one down the bottom of the table. With Cardiff playing Huddersfield, of course, it's a chance for, for, for teams to catch up other teams or to put more distance between themselves and other teams. Stop saying teams. Who <laughs> I just heard you saying teams about eight times in a row. It's ASMR teams. <laughs> teams. Uh, yeah, it's a big one, though. And it is. I, 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 you would think Burnley now, having won those two games, as I say, they, they won in the FA Cup as well. Um and Fulham, I, I know Fulham. They got the those five points over Christmas. Then they were they were they were beaten handedly by Arsenal. But that that can happen even if Fulham are doing well. And then of course they lost to Oldham in the cup. And so I think Ranieri seems to have improved them. Those five points yeah. would suggest. Although one of those wins was a last minute one against <laughs> Huddersfield. Mm. I'm not. I mean, this game. I, I think to myself, Burnley are surely the favourites for this. Any takers? Yeah, I agree. And I think, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I don't know. Burnley are a. a, a Difficult team to to talk about in any depth because you sort of always know what you're going to get with them. Mm. And I don't want that to sound like I'm being disrespectful. But we didn't get that at the start of the season. No, we, no, but I mean in terms of the way they try and play. Yeah. And I've, I've said before that, you know, you put a lot of pressure on your players defensively if you don't score many goals. But actually, if you look at the goals they've scored compared to the teams around them, it's not too bad. No. I mean, they've scored, they've scored more goals, um, for example, than... Um, Huddersfield, they've scored more goals than Fulham, they've scored more goals than Newcastle, they've scored more goals than Cardiff. Um, yeah, and, and to be fair, they've only scored two goals fewer than Wolves, who are in ninth. Yeah. Right? So so it's not as easy as that just to say, well, they just don't score enough goals, which it was last season, but of course, defensively, they were so spectacular mm-hmm. that they were able to, to, have, to have a strong finish. So th- th- this is a massive win for them. This, this is the third league game where they've, you think, you've got to win this. And, and they've won the first two. Mm. And if they win the third, they're going to put a decent amount of distance between them and the relegation zone, aren't they? Yeah. Is he doing the opposite of what Klopp's done at Liverpool? So Klopp, they were fantastic going forward. I think we need to sharpen up the defence, which obviously Klopp has done and it's working a treat. And Dyche has thought, we're really good at the back, we need to score more goals. But it's not really worked out. No, and I wonder whether he needs to do a reverse Benitez and get rid of the goatee the same way Benitez grew the goatee. Mm. Oh, I'd love to get stats on Benitez pre and post goatee. <laughs> Someone will have those stats, no doubt. Definitely, I, yeah. I think they should do what they did against Huddersfield. Just get a man sent off on their side and a man sent off on the other side as well. Bit more room. 
bit more yeah, room. Win two one. Space away. Mm. Lovely. Do, 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 Maybe that's the way we can improve the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just your, that's your, your own voice. An impression. <laughs> an impression. <laughs> an impression with his, waving his arms I don't know around. what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> they. <laughs> they. <laughs> would you like to have another pop at them, Jim? Yeah. Oh, we'll save it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure an opportunity Save it arise. until we meet them face to face. Jim, I'm absolutely happy for you to become the lightning rod for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally me having a pop. Marcus, you, yes. you, there must be a feeling among the Fulham fraternity, yes. I'm not necessarily counting you in that, but you were at their last game, um, that they need to move now. Yeah, They've the relaxation days are getting stressful. <laughs> Mummy's right? relaxation. Well, day. it was. It was. It, that, that's what I keep banging on about that. That those um, those three games over Christmas, because we said before them that they really need to pick up four, maybe five points, and they did, and and they they did that well. They they got out of jail thanks to Mitrovic uh, with that penalty business against Huddersfield. It was a huge win that because not only mm. did it give Fulham a lift. It condemned Huddersfield, and Huddersfield are in a terrible state of affairs. They really are. Fulham now need to kick on and think. Right, let's 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 distance ourselves from Huddersfield and start to to look up the mm. table. Of course, I mean it can't look down that much because there's only one team below them. Um, it'd be interesting to see the loss against Oldham. How that how Ranieri will use that to try and galvanise them, and, and so on and so forth. But if, if Fulham lose here, it will be quite damning for them. Mm. Now, if Fulham lose and then Huddersfield get something at Cardiff as well, I I, I really do fear for old Fulham. Um, but what of course, if, what if, if they sell uh, Mitrovic to China, as is uh, being touted? Well, then well, they'll be Guangzhou, down. Then uh, they're, Evergrande, they're, I think. Well, then they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, genuinely, if yeah, Fulham sold Mitrovic, that that would be Mitrovic them. linked? I thought it was Arnautovic who was linked. Yeah, no, no, they're both it, being linked. Yeah, yeah I think Mitrovic wow, is linked for Mitrovic. Only 50 million, though, for like a 23-year-old. Yeah. In China, I mean, Fulham a couple would, of years out, come back. Fulham would be crazy. And, and, Gap year on the <laughs> on the FA Cup thing. I mean, Ranieri even said himself, "Look, I gave fringe players a chance. Yeah. I've shown they've shown me I was right to pick the team I normally mm. pick in the Premier League." So I imagine he'll go back to that. And mm. um, they're two to one to win this one um, on the road. Of course, ten pound returns, uh, thirty pound including stake with with Bet three six five. Burnley are scoring more goals, and Fulham's defensive record is abysmal. It's abysmally mm. bad. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to look at a, you'd have to look at a home win here, I think. Well, again, but I I, I know I sound like a bloody broken record those three games, um, because the, the FA Cup is a poorer side. I get away to Arsenal. Sometimes you're going to hold your hands up there. Ranieri's registered two clean sheets in the league. Away to Newcastle at home to Huddersfield. You might say, well, it's not much opposition. Well, I'm sorry, a, a clean sheet for Fulham's a bloody good take it going against, anyone. against yeah. anywhere. Yeah, and I mean, a point on the road for a side like Fulham is always good. All the doom and gloom aside, though, if they do get a win here, that puts them on 17 points, mm. and that puts them right amongst everyone other than Huddersfield. So yes. that is something to aim at. They, well, this, yeah. If they win here, that is a chance to actually go. You know what? We write off the rest of the season. Uh-huh. We, we kick on from now. It's, Dennis Adoy said, like as, after the FA Cup defeat, like the manner of that is what exactly what they have to turn around. And mm. He said. There's all these people saying, oh, maybe it's a good thing that you're out of the FA Cup. There's a bit of a wake-up call that you could focus on the league now. And he said, we all know where we are in the league. Yeah. No one knows better than we do that we're mm-hmm, second sure. from bottom. It's ridiculous to think that we're not aware of the consequences mm. of all this. Yeah, I, totally. I, I wonder, I wonder if, if, I mean, if they do go down this season, it'll be, it'll be not unprecedented disappointment, but if you look Missed at the... opportunity, definitely. Yeah, if you mm. look at the players they've got... And the money that... Well, the, the money, money they've spent. spent. But mm. the players that you, we would have really... And we probably did, actually. We probably embarrassed ourselves in the summer saying, you know, what we thought could happen with Fulham. Um, I was at the first game of the season as well, and they and they were undone by Palace in a, in a quite a, quite a disappointing way. But if you look at look through their squad of players, there are reasons why a lot of those players could and should be doing a lot better. Mitrovic, Chambers, Schurler, um Sessegnon has not made any sort of transition to the Premier League, and he was being talked about going to the World Cup in the summer. Yeah, you know, um, Callum v- Chambers v- is. I've said Chambers already. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah Vietto's on loan from Atletico. Mm. You know, you've got players like Alfie Mawson went for big money. He's highly rated. Was on the fringes of the England team. 
Um, it's bringing all that together because at the start of the season, that game you saw against Palace, that showed you a newly promoted side being a little bit naive. But they were on the front foot. Yeah. On another day, they might They got have... undone. Yeah. But Marcus, even Tom Kearney, you've earned your right to get into the Premier League. Yeah. Now go and show us what you're all about. He's been a little bit injured. and, and... Of course he has. But, but I know what you mean. It's I, I just think that under Yukanovic, uh, uh, everything was like, come on, we'll keep playing the way we play. We'll do this, da 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 And that 5-1 home loss against Arsenal, and from that moment on, it was like everyone went, oh, crap. We, Wasn't we, it 4-1? Or 5-1? 5-1. Was it? Okay, it was yeah. like, oh, bloody hell. What he's got, we, we don't know what we're doing, and mm. and from there it just went downhill very rapidly. And Ranieri's come in and he's trying to pick it up and, and get it going. And if he can fit it together and do something, because they they've got a bit going forward, you know, they they were away to Spurs. Yeah, they were sort of fairly handily beaten, but they had, they got them going for a bit. They had Spurs going. They scored um, at other games and whatnot, in which they 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 caused the problems to the opposition and bloody blah, blah. They beat Burnley 4-2. I was there earlier in the season. But there we are. I think that's enough chat about well, Fulham. Um, let's move on, um, if, if we may, to West Ham versus Arsenal. Um, and uh, as we mentioned earlier, West Ham rejected a bid from an unnamed Chinese side for Marco and Altovich. Although, Pete, mm. you seem to know the Chinese side. No, Guang Zhou Grand came in for Mitrovic. I don't, oh, know, just, oh, yeah. I don't know who came in for Marco. Oh, no, I don't know oh okay, okay. It just seems to be, there seems to be a bit more money um, swelling around the uh, Chinese Super League at the moment. Yes, this, it, this season rather than like last season, it all went a bit quieter, didn't it? Well, that was didn't the government put in? Yeah, they uh, put crackdown on how many players you could. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was some reason there. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, Anatovich wasn't happy about being taken off in the first half against Birmingham last weekend, and I think he may take out his anger out on Arsenal, Jim. He's that sort <laughs> of player. Yeah, yeah, petty, and we have petty, that sort of defence. It's <laughs> 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 quite. Um, Mem- membrane thin. Um, I think it could be yeah. a really good game. This one, actually. yeah. I yeah think I think West Ham have uh, got a bit about them. They've. Mm. You would be surprised if they were in a relegation fight. Now they yeah. seem to have kind of turned it on a bit more. And with you know, Felipe Anderson's been great this. He season really, really has. Hasn't he? he's, he's been brilliant. I, I do feel slightly nervy about this one. Arsenal have a very good record against West Ham um, away, um, but we, you know, obviously that, that won't necessarily count for anything at all. Um, but yeah, they've they've been patchy, haven't they, West Ham? They they go on a little bit of a run, then they lose a game you wouldn't expect them to. But um, I feel like, yeah, I've, I've, the, the Arsenal need to be up for this one because they're going to like Arsenal got a lot of defenders back now, which is good. The, the squad is starting to sort of get back to full fitness. Obviously, it still has its problems, but you know, you part of the problems though? Arsenal have had of late have been injuries. through having makeshift defenses and whatnot. But these two sides have got the most injuries of of any of the, really? all the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, I, I didn't know Arsenal had players back. According to the Premier League, Bellerin, Mustafi, Monreal, Holding, Koscielny, and Mavropanos are all listed as out. Or well, doubtful. They're, they're all recently back in training. All of those players, but they're all listed they as doubtful. Though. But they won't right. be. Some of them won't well, be I mean, available. Yeah, well, I mean, not all of them will be. But if if some of them are back. I'm sure in you know within those players at least one will be able to start. Yeah, so it's yeah. you know it's good news on the horizon. Effectively. Well, is it? I mean, will that bother Andy Carroll? Does Andy Carroll get fit? Um, um, there's no science behind me saying this, but does Andy Carroll get fit three months before his contract goes every time? Yeah. And, he, and he'll come in, he'll score a couple of headers, a nice overhead kick, and he'll get another four year deal. He's like a heading specialist, isn't he? I I, I mean, he should be. If he's not, <laughs> yeah. what, what is Andy Carroll? He, he's. I mean, you know, he turned thirty. Oh, it's such a, it is such a it shame. It really He's is. He's been very unlucky with injuries. Yeah. Was he played 200, 250 matches? Like half of them off the bench. Has no he played doubt. that many? He's, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm I was surprised. surprised it was but like, I think it was. I think it's more just like he spent a lot of time um, coming off the bench with those with those performances. It but is such a shame because you're reminded oh, when you man. see him play. He's actually 
He's, I mean, he's not like pacey, but he's reasonably quick. Yeah, he's good with the ball at his feet. He obviously, mm. he's wonderful in the air. Um, he's got a great shot on him. He's got so much to his game, and yet we've seen so little from the man who really Liverpool sad, made him yeah. a, a was he a record transfer fee or certainly was was one of the highest. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, his best years have, have vanished underneath him, let alone being behind him. It's, he might be, he might be really fresh. Really. He might have yeah, a really maybe. great thirties. I mean, you know, the, the, an aerial battle is um, is something that. Arsenal won't necessarily relish against a player like that. So. Yeah, he had a. Yeah, Socrates will probably be up for it. Three three years ago, he, he was pretty consistent for West Ham. Mm-hmm. Mm. He had a season where he played thirty odd games, scored. I don't know if he scored ten goals, but he scored a decent yeah. amount. But yeah, it's a bit of what what could have been, and then you, and we don't quite know the difference between him being unlucky with injuries and treating his not body badly. after himself mm. properly. We don't know the difference. It'd be unfair to speculate, but certainly he's he's not um, been able to put together any sort of consistency throughout his career. And I remember when, when Marcus, when you mentioned that he went to Liverpool, at that point in his career, it was like, well, he could really kick on here now. Yeah. Because we all saw the potential. And I know they were sort of, to a certain extent, they were recycling the Fernando Torres money, weren't they? Yeah. So it wasn't a ridiculous... Didn't they sign him and Luis Suarez? They did. At the yeah. same time, yeah. I think so. <laughs> strange, <laughs> a strange duo. Yeah. I will, so the Prince I, and the Pauper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will note that this weekend, um, his birthday, his 30th birthday was the 6th of January. So he may still be partying. You never know. Could be. So he's only just 30. <laughs> he's only just 30. Well, so, yeah. well, Arsenal are 10 to 3 to finish top four this season with Bet365. £10 returns £43.33, including stake, should they get there. Indeed, yeah. I mean, talking to people who have been out for a while, Sam Azri. Yeah. Mm. Could face Arsenal again. Um, he's at West Ham now, of course. He's made his debut uh, in, in uh, for, for West Ham in the FA Cup. He's banned for breaching anti-doping rules when playing for Sevilla and served his 18-month ban. I forgot about Nasri. I thought he'd sort of disappeared to the mm. Middle East or something. And then... Don't dope obviously... your auntie. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but 18 months. Long yeah, time. Long ban. Uh, that is really long. Age. Yeah. You I'm not arguing about... the, the length of the ban. I'm just saying that that's a long time for a, for a footballer, a top-flight footballer, to be out. Mm. And, uh, you know, obviously he made his debut uh, for West Ham in the Cup and so on. I'm, I don't know. Will he feature? Because, I mean, if you've been out for that long, playing at home... Narrative. Against... Do you think? Yeah. Shut at least mouth, off the Marcus, bench. You know at for a fact he'll come on and score a goal. Come on. <laughs> Are you having that? You think he will? Yeah, I think he will. Come on. I'm putting <laughs> I'm putting literally nothing well, where my mouth is. Taunting the away fans. <laughs> They've got like, quite a settled like midfielder, haven't they, West Ham? Yeah. They? And he's worked with yeah. Nazari's worked with Pellegrini. I think it was quite a quite a canny signing if mm. he can well, he pick went, up where he, he, he went away to Turkey for a bit, didn't he? And I remember people saying he was okay. when he was at Sevilla, that was when he Yeah, but he went there. to Antalya Sport after that. Oh, did he? He played there for a, not that, not that long, but I think he uh, went there to to sort of re re Kindle. Yeah, right. And um and then obviously now he's come here. But I, I heard that he was okay in Turkey. I, I thought yeah. he was quite good, but I mean that's different to the Premier League, isn't it? But West Ham's midfield, it looks he's pretty strong. Yeah. You know, you'd say you'd argue that like Mark Neville's the weak link in it. Well, c- yeah. considering what it was like at the start of the season when it was what, Noble and Wilshire in the centre. Yeah, well that Wilshire and Nasri pulling the strings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Enjoy. Pulling the hamstrings, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right then. Uh, it's time for our best bet with Bet365. It, it certainly is. And, and step forward, Mr. Nick Bell, who says, Hi all, uh, recent best betters in the hot seat seem to have started out by making bold claims. And I've got none of that. I've looked at the fixtures and chosen something logical and boring to get us up and running. We need to put more money in the Prostate Cancer UK coffers and I need a solid base to build on for the first ever Ramble hat-trick. Nice. Kind of like Mourinho starting from a solid defensive base on the way to inevitable glory. Yeah. Well, he did win a treble, didn't he? That email's probably about 10 years out of date. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, Manchester United have looked much better under old Ole, but let's be honest, they haven't had a particularly stern test yet. I expect that to change on Sunday against Spurs. They do look much more free-flowing, so I can't see Spurs keeping a clean sheet. 
but I also can't see Man United getting anything at Fortress Wembley, which looks like being Spurs' new permanent home at this rate. Therefore, my best bet for this week is both teams to score, but Spurs to win. All the best, Nick. So Spurs to beat Man United, but both teams to score is 13 to 5 with Bet365. £50 returns £180, including stake, all to Prostate Cancer UK, of course. You must be 18 or over to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, go to begamblerware.org. Good luck, Nick. Nice I like one, it. Nick. I like that bet. Mm. Well done, old Bell. Now then, it's Bellas. time for Going for Glow. So, the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, but you to play the game. people are coming, everyone's trying. Trying to be the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the stakes are so high. We're all going for going for Glowed. I don't think the stakes are that high. <laughs> no. No, no we they are for Frank Ribery. <laughs> hey. but they're not, the thing is, Pete, they're not high for you because you get out of this scot-free. Oh, yeah. massively. Whereas I'd... for us, if we, I, I don't know about you and Marcus, but I feel like if you don't get one for a few weeks, it starts to plan yeah. your mind a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Little tickle. Yeah. Little tickle in the exactly. back of your head. Exactly. Um, hello, Chris Johnson. Thank you for uh, this, Chris. Uh, he, I believe, is currently working in Grimsby. Oh, good to know. Good to um, You don't know much from Grimsby anymore, do you? Um, I was born 4th of October, 1980. I saw Grimsby play at Mansfield Town last season. Any good? That was a good game, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Uh, stop. Joe Cole. Incorrect. I, I wasn't listening to the clue because I was thinking about Mansfield Town. 1980, 4th of October. Okay, who did you say? Joe Cole? Mm. Don't mind that. Mm. Don't no. mind that. Early shout. <laughs> <laughs> so he's... he's... Same age as me. That's okay. what people shout if you take a speculative effort yeah. Yeah. that looks like it could bother the goal. Don't, get, dis- don't get distracted <laughs> by he's the same age as me. And like, you're, I'm in my mind, you're looking at yourself in the mirror going, right, what does a man <laughs> look like? Yeah. Stop. Juan Pablo Angel. Incorrect. Looks like me, Jim. Remind you of me. Lovely. Yes. That's, that's exactly the thought process. I have a hun- Stop Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> Stop I, Colin Montgomery. I have These hun- count, by the way. You're <laughs> You've not got a guess for I that. have 105 catches from my country, scoring 23 goals. Mm. Stop. Alexi Smirtin. <laughs> wow, what a brilliant, brilliant guess that is. Well, we'll see, won't we? I love that. Incorrect. Stop. <laughs> Dirk Count. Incorrect. Ooh, that's a nice one. Mm. Yeah. I think um, if you're not older, he looks older. <laughs> stop. Um, Ruth Van Nistelrooy. Incorrect. Um, I played for only three clubs. I played. <laughs> I played for only three clubs in my professional career. Okay. I want to club these two together. I ended my playing career at the club I started at. It at. Stop, Robin Van Persie. Incorrect. Stop, Klaus Jan Hunterlaar. Incorrect. That's why we're going Dutch strikers. I um, started this. Yeah. With Roy Mackay last week. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Stop, Robbie Fowler. Incorrect. Thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. You need to kick up a hoop, mate. Yeah. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think Robbie Fowler never got over hundred caps for England. No. Right. <laughs> Shut up. I love, that. I I love am, those guys. And he played for way more than three clubs. This is a nice bit of trivia. If you know this one, you'll definitely know the player. Uh, I am both the youngest and oldest player to play for my country. Stop. Is it Eiliger Johnson? Incorrect. Oh. Mm. You're thinking of the dad thing, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it'll be a small <laughs> nation. Will it not? Oh, no, like, not necessarily. Like, like Iceland? Yeah. Stop. Vatican fucking city. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, didn't, I meant, oil, I meant a new ring. nation. Yeah, fine. I don't know why. My logic was all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> in 2001, I became the most expensive signing in Bundesliga history. Oh. 2001. Stop. Claudio Pizarro. No, he's not. He's 40. Ah, piss poor. 
record signing in Bundesliga history yes. in 2001. 2001. Stop. Is it Michael Ballack? Incorrect. Ah. I was on the losing side of the 2002 UEFA Cup final. Oh, UEFA. Thomas Rizitsky. Jim Campbell wins. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so sorry, yeah. is it Thomas Rosisky or not? It was. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, you, you could have introduced that last week because I might not win for ages. And no. like, oh. <laughs> Love that, Jim. Oh, yeah, Love yeah. that. You know. Wins. Oh, yeah, he's got that's, one. That's what it sounds like. Do you mind, then? He hasn't got one for you. Luke Moore wins. <laughs> I wanted to make it sound like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Flawless victory. Fatality. Fatality. I'll tell you what, with old PED, he can produce the goods like no other when he wants to. He's like, he's yeah, like, um, I want, want to in many ways. He's, he's like, he's like, um, he's the David Ginola of the Hatem podcast. Ben Alpha. <laughs> yeah, well, Hatem yeah, Ben Alpha. Yeah. How, how do we start this podcast? Yeah. Me showing you Hatem Ben Alpha assist. <laughs> yeah, you did. Heavy, heavy assist. It was yeah. very good though. Yeah, well done, Jim. Good. good stuff, mate. Well done, Jimbo. Excellent. And well done, PT too. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Bet Three Six Five, ladies and gentlemen. Well done to you. Of course, you've made it to the end once again. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Thank you. Play the blooming Jim Campbell. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah, you're well welcome. Done. Well done from me. <laughs> and there's the theme tune. It's bitter. You're a see, you on, see you on Monday. This was a Radio Staccano production. 